Hello, world, and welcome to the Ignited Fortitude Podcast Home Edition. So, I was on track to record an episode with an author. Uh, his name is Philip Hunter. He wrote a book called The Promised Principle. So good. So good. So good. Had a talk with him and uh, got ready to record. And the software that I was using to do a remote podcast completely just was not cooperating. And so, uh, unfortunately, wasn't able to record the podcast. Next week. And so, hopefully, <laughs> next week, we'll be able to record. And then uh, I talked to Steve today and was just telling him, like, hey, man, like, um, I know we're super busy and just, you know, our, our schedules don't match. And him and I, you know, we're talking and he's like, hey, dude, just I know that we need to record and I can all the time. So, you know, go ahead and and um, and put something out because we need to record. And so my lovely wife, uh, I told her when I was here at the house. I yeah, s- don't say I volunteered. Yeah, she got she got voluntold at nine o'clock at night. He's like, hey, um, I know that you're ready for bed, but you mind throwing a little color on your face, put your hair up, get dressed and. I don't know, clean the house a little bit. Sure, why not? <laughs> Especially because I'm exhausted. I just got back from, from my trip from Texas. I went to a women's retreat. Same one you went to in April for men. For men's retreat, right. Well, I'd hope so. <laughs> so we have a lot to talk about. Steve and I have a lot to talk about. Um, there's a group of fellas and ladies that have a, a lot to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's... Um, a lot to talk about for us. So I think that's kind let's of, let's start we're, there. Let's start there. So when did it all begin? It all began on a warm summer day. No, it was a tough season. Would you say it was a tough season for us in our marriage? It was a long winter. It was a long say. couple winters <laughs> in our marriage and we were struggling and for a good chunk of time there, I don't think either one of us thought we were going to survive that. I, was, I know I didn't think we were going to survive that. I think that I this was the probably a time that I really truly was um, scared for where we were at because I didn't I didn't know if we were going to come out of it. I didn't know if we were going to survive it. Your scared came off very different. It was very angry, but so was mine. So yeah. Well, I think what was difficult and what's important to discuss and to bring up and to point out is we've done podcasts where it's like, oh, we know the answers and this is how you do this. And and it works. It and worked for us. And it's not about the pizza. Yeah, not about the pizza. <laughs> Deanna, Miss Perfect Wife, and got it all together. And yet we found ourselves where none of the tools were working. We... I don't even think we were, I don't even think we were able to speak to one another. Yeah, there was, it was tough, especially, especially before I left. So I left for my event in April Mm -hmm. and um, even before leaving, it was, um, it was scary. Yeah. I didn't know coming back from it if you were going to be here, to be honest. And, um, I wasn't planning on it. And, um, so, you know, we talk about the tools and we talk about, you know, being in ministry and, you know, like 
you know, obviously being, there's a stigma when you're in ministry, there's a stigma when you're a pastor, you feel like, oh, they have it all together and they have it. And, you know, and it, and, and then you get a podcast and you talk about how great everything's going and how, oh, we've managed to crack the code. And this is how you can avoid all these issues. And then we find ourselves in those issues and we're scrambling using those tools, trying to be like, okay, well, what used to work and how do we usually get out of this and why isn't it working? And none of them, and they work, you Mm -hmm. know, they do. They worked for us. They worked, they helped other marriages, our friends that were like, oh yeah, we tried that. And it really, it really made a difference. And all of a sudden we're digging for tools, trying to figure out how to stop this train. And it just kept going. Yeah. And, and, you know, one of the things is, um, I think it makes us have sympathy, empathy for people that are going through difficult times. Cause sometimes we look at it and we can be so quick to, to, um, judge in the sense of like, well, of course they're having uh, a struggle or, or a hard time because look at this or look at that. Or when's the last time they were at church and when was the last, and we were at church, we were at church. You I were was, teaching services and yeah. And I'm going, hello, like this I'm is feeling this. like the biggest hypocrite. And, and you know what, and to be honest with like, even with the podcast, right. Some of the episodes are not recording is cause I, all I felt was like a big hypocrite. So it was kind mm-hmm. of, easy to hide under the um the facade of man we're so busy which we were so that's not an excuse but at the same token um allowing that busyness to be an excuse as to why we weren't recording when honestly um man it was a struggle to to even try to record because just feeling like such a huge um hypocrite you know and and knowing that things aren't um you were probably also be. scared that I was going to get on YouTube and make a comment under it. Like, no, Pastor Bobby, tell them all how how to do it. Go ahead. Yeah. Read that scripture again. Because that's kind of where I was at at that point. So, um, you know, one of the things with doing a podcast and doing and even this one, right? Ignited Fortitude. It's, it's man, how do you keep that fire burning? How do you keep that uh, fire for the Lord and moving in your Christian walk? Because... The enemy is going to try to extinguish your zeal, your fire, and for doing all the things that you want to do for him. And one of the things that he's going to try to use is to try to isolate, right? And so mm-hmm. when you think of ignited fortitude, if you think of, you know, a, a, a fire, you can't, you're not going to have a, a really good fire with just one log. You need multiple logs and you need to have them and, and, you know, continuously be putting them. So that way the fire is going to burn for a long time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, don't isolate, don't put yourself in a position where you're trying to do it alone because it's going to eventually go out. And, but it makes it difficult when you're in a position in ministry, mm-hmm. right? Um, I had nobody to go to really and neither did you and you know we're limited to what we can say and who we can ask and what we can do and i mean we really did we really did try i mean we we went above and beyond to try to get help and figure out and Mm -hmm. it just 
was not working at all. And so um, I was scheduled to go on an event that I had heard from my brother-in-law and um, was really intrigued by it. And um, something pattern of events happened and I didn't end up going to the one that he went to, but I did find this other event and it was called Pursuit. It's from Walking in Truth Ministries. And um, if you want to talk about the the game changer or i don't know what the word would be but the thing that really we like, got a new toolbox <laughs> yeah yeah you know how you get those like junky tools and it's like man this doesn't work yeah. you get the little the little play set um yeah yeah we had plastic tools before because our issues were more they were easy to use plastic little tools little play school tools because our problems weren't so big and then we ran into big, big problems, and we needed to get big, big tools. And so, um, so I went to this event called Pursuit, and it was definitely um, going to say that it was probably the biggest uh, next to being saved for me. Next to next to salvation um, was the most impactful event in my life. Mm -hmm. um, for my walk with the Lord. Yeah. Steve wasn't too busy because he went with you. I mean, I'm grateful he went. I'm absolutely <laughs> thankful that he went and the change in him is unreal. It's unbelievable. Both of you, but yeah, he wasn't too busy for that four <laughs> days in Texas. So we, uh, and he wasn't even scheduled to go. So I was going to go and I was going to go by myself. I was mm -hmm. going to end up flying in because I, I didn't want to drive by myself. So I was going to fly in. And then Steve um, was like, you know what? I think I'm going to go with you on that event. And I said, cool, let's do it. And it was fast. It was, you know, normally they'd like to give a, a month, a month's worth of prep time because there's some things to help get you ready, get okay. you settled and prepared. Mm -hmm. Yeah, prepared for it. And um, we had, it was like hurry up and go and like i always do and so um you know we had like two weeks to go and steve and i went and it, yeah it was four days of eye-opening um i open i uh, yeah an eye-opening time with god and you know all those times that you you know we we know we're supposed to have quiet time we know we're supposed to you know dig into his word we know that we're supposed to let you know the holy spirit lead us and guide mm -hmm. us and you know and i fully know that i was doing my best in trying to allow the spirit to do that but to be honest with you it was it was in my flesh because when i think of okay i'm gonna let the spirit guide it so i'm just not going to be mad about it or i'm just gonna uh not say something in certain situations mm -hmm. you know and although that is you know we look at jesus and he you know he didn't open up his mouth when he was you know being persecuted with the with the sanhedrin and with pontius pilate and and it talks about it how he was you know quiet like a, a lamb before it shears and and we look at that and we think okay well i'm just not supposed to say anything in this situation but if you're the one that's trying to do it you're not doing it in in the spirit you're you're doing it mm -hmm. and and that's you know that i i just relate that to stoicism if you look at the principles of stoicism it's the same thing oh boy pastor bobby so dumb it down for me okay abc style 
so the Stoics, the Stoics are those, they, they think that there's ways to, um, not be, um, operated, I don't know, like you're asking me last minute, right? Like not to operate under your emotions, you know, hey, don't get angry. And there's ways to like discipline your body in order to, you know, um, you know, live a life. And I can't think of, you know, you can look at Marcus Aurelius and uh, Epictetus and all these different. Um, I bet they died at very young ages because to bottle that stuff up, they're going to live long. And so, yeah, you can look at those things and be like, okay, well, that's a, you know, a deep way to, to be in a very disciplined life, but it, it, you're still doing that in the flesh. Mm-hmm. And, and so going to pursue was, okay, this is how you listen to the Holy Spirit. And this is how you let the Holy Spirit guide. And, and coming back from the event, um, one of the passages in scripture that has always just like, I, I never understood it. And anytime I read it, I was always like, how in the world would I even explain this? Mm-hmm. And it's in the gospel of Mark. And Mark explains where um, there was this blind guy and Jesus goes and he heals him. And then he he asks the man what he sees. And the man's like, I see people, but they look like trees. And then Jesus, um, again, heals him. And then he asks him, what do you see? And he's like, oh, I see, I can see now, I can see clearly. And I never understood that passage because it's like, dude, how does Jesus only heal partially in here? But then he has to like, he heals fully. And I really feel like pertaining to my walk with the Lord is like, I got saved. And then I not realizing it. Yeah. My eyes were open, but without realizing I had blurry vision Mm -hmm. and walking into, you know, things that were, you know, things that were like unresolved, um, hurts, pain, anger, all those things, trauma, Mm -hmm. right. All those things that are unresolved. And yes, Jesus healed me, but you know, it's almost like I allowed him to, um, heal me. And then I was like, just off. And it's kind of like, okay, well, you know, maybe those things will just fall away within time and, and, you know, time heals all wounds. And, oh, that's a lie. And, and so just letting those things go and fester. And, mm-hmm. and then you and I find ourselves in a place where it's like, wouldn't like neither one of us wanted to be in that place. Neither one of us wanted to, you know, uh, uh, be at each other and but that's exactly what we were doing, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, dude, if we are submitted and surrendered to the Lord, what the heck is going on? And I know now, right? The problem was I was trying to be my protector. I was the one that was, you know, it wasn't, it, I was pulling up a shield, but it wasn't the shield of faith. Mm-hmm. It was my shield and I was suiting up and, and, you know. Oh, you were suiting up. Yeah. And, and the righteousness wasn't the Lord's righteousness. It was my righteousness because it would be me thinking, well, this is how I'm going to go in the situation and look at what I did and look at what you did in this situation. And then vice versa. And it's not, it wasn't using, um, the, it, it wasn't using the armor that God has given us. It wasn't, but you don't know what you don't know. Like we gave our lives to Christ. We were, heavily involved in the church. We were heavily involved in our own personal time with God, quiet time, prayer time, Bible time. Um, and so we were, we were doing the things. And so, you know how they say like, Oh, don't do it just to check a box. And that wasn't my intention, but because of the way we were doing it, 
all we were doing was checking a box because there was no, now that we've gone and I don't want to go too far, but now that we've gone to this um, pursuit and we went to this retreat and we were gone and we came back, now we know, oh, this is what that meant. Mm -hmm. Like it's a deep personal relationship with the Lord in scripture. We have tools we know how to use those tools. We have, um, I don't know. I just, I think that we, we, we were doing everything we thought was the way it was supposed to be. And it worked. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, we put a tiny little screw to hold up something that needed, you know, the longer screw. I don't even know what they're called. I don't do that. So, but like, and it, it'll hold. The anchors, but it's, the drywall anchors. There it is. I don't know. <laughs> And it'll hold it, but eventually it's going yeah. to break. Yeah, and, and that's a good point, right? And that's what happened. You need, you need an anchor for, you know, for the drywall because you can't yeah. just put a screw in there because it's not, it's not, it's not going to hold. And, and an the anchor. Lord was our anchor, you know, like hundred percent. And then we go to pursuit. And we're like, oh wait, no, I don't think, I don't think we were doing that right. Yeah. So. Tell us about when you came back. First of all, I was home, so we'll just clarify that. The yeah, fear so was was good. He came home. So I came home, and um, there was, I know I felt the difference. And, you know, you guys, if you've been listening to the podcast, you can, you, um, I don't know what episode it is, but there's the episode when my wife was on. It was the first episode that, that you were on when Steve interviewed us. And um, if you know when part of me me coming to the lord was the work that the lord did in your life mm -hmm. and he did such a drastic change in you that me seeing that was like i want what you have yeah so you should have been careful about that because god's like all right well it's gonna be your turn years from now how are you gonna handle it and that was one thing when it happened to me i didn't take it as like, I mean, jokingly, I say like, oh, so I was the problem, you know, like mm -hmm. as just poking fun, but I didn't take it as personal and as emotional as you did. So when you came back and I mean, there was a little resistance because I mean, it was that bad, but that was the first day. And then after that, or the second day that you were back with the resistance, but then after that, without yeah. discussing anything, without working through anything, without, I mean, nothing. It was just your behavior, your tone, um, your, um, everything was changed. So I kind of followed suit because in all honesty, I didn't want to be in that place. Like, well, so, so one of the things, um, realizing, you know, and working through certain things at, at pursuit, um, was really, you know, making your prayers, you know, I, I'm sure that anybody going through a tough and difficult time is praying for, man, God, please just like, let this get better or help this or do this. But, you know, we're, we're throwing, um, a very vague prayer because we don't like, we don't know all we're wanting is out of that circumstance, but there's like a deep seated pain as to what is causing that hurt within you and what's causing that hurt with other people. And, and truly like thinking about like, all right, like how about we really look at what's happening 
And I remember that at one point it was, you know, we've talked about forgiveness before. And one of the things that, you know, when Steve and I did the episode on forgiveness, one of the things that we talked about was, you know, the hardest person to forgive is yourself. Mm-hmm. And and so when I was working through certain things in Don't give too much away, you have to go. <laughs> yeah, you got to go to this. But one of the things that I, that within this that I was doing when I when I had to pray for forgiveness, one of the things was recognizing that I needed to forgive myself in the situation. And that is always the hardest part. And not even just, you know, in every situation, whether it was things with my parents or, you know, uh friendship whatever it is and in marriage and and then you know praying a blessing over it and mm-hmm. i remember when when it was at that point when i was when i was like okay i need to pray a blessing over this i heard the holy spirit tell me make it hurt and and it stopped me in my tracks and and i had to think like make it hurt like you know what do you mean by that and and really like working that through with the holy spirit and 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 you know asking that question like what do you want to happen coming home from this what would be the biggest blessing well the biggest blessing would be f- for me to come home and our marriage is better and our family is better and because then he would have been the problem well but that would no well hold on that would have been <laughs> the biggest blessing but what i wouldn't want to happen right is mm-hmm. that is the biggest blessing would be that our marriage is healed and restored mm-hmm. but what i wouldn't want is to be the problem. I don't want to come back. And I, I came back, I left to this event and I came back changed and now everything's better, Hmm. but that would be the biggest blessing. And that blessing would hurt. And if we're going to, you know, when, when Jesus says, Hey, you know, pray for those who persecute you, bless those or pray for those who curse you, bless those who persecute you, Mm -hmm. right? We don't want to bless those people. Why would we want to bless them? And, and if you're just saying, well, God, just bless them. No, you're, you're not, you're not, you're not digging deep into that. And so for the blessing for, for me, it wasn't even for you. It was coming when I was, when I was digging that at myself Mm -hmm. and the Holy Spirit's like, no, make it hurt. It was, man, I just want our, friendship our relationship our marriage to be stronger than it ever has and the blessing would be that i would come back and if i was the problem as much as i didn't want to be the problem i'm willing to take that yeah but you weren't and that that was our fight you're not my problem and even like that but that's your mindset and i think and it didn't matter what i said or anybody said if there's an issue it doesn't mean you are the issue or i am the issue there is an issue and it the the fault if you will isn't gonna fall on you if i'm coming to you and i'm like hey this is an issue and i'm coming to you one because you're the leader of the family you're my husband and i'm chilling i'm in the house all day like i'm homeschooling like any time of day, are you going to be able to find me? Do you know where I'm at? Of course you do. So you're the one that's like hopping over here and over there and got to go here and I'm over here. And so, you know, I'm coming to you and I'm like, Hey, this is an issue. Let's get it taken care of. And in, in your eyes, it's, it's always on me. I'm the issue. I'm the problem. Mm -hmm. And so that was eye opening for me because when you did come back, and things did get better. I mean, they weren't where they are now, but they did get better. 
and we were doing communion at the mm-hmm. table mm-hmm. and you just started crying and I was like, what is wrong with him? And you said, I am so sorry no. because I came back and I was the issue because look, everything is better. And here we are sitting at the table, having communion when we couldn't even sit at the table and eat dinner. Yeah, and- but, the, but the problem, like with what you're saying right there, like it wasn't that I was, I was taking the burden, like, oh, I was this big issue. The, the thing was, is like, man, like if it took me going, then I could have changed things and had them not be so bad for so long is mm-hmm. that was my hurt in that moment. That's mm-hmm. what affected me. It wasn't like, Oh, I'm the issue. And I was a problem the entire time. That, that wasn't, that wasn't where I was coming at. Mm-hmm. What was, what was, what was heartbreaking for me is, you know, we're having communion as a family, you know, it's you and the boys. And what sparked it was the boys were, were arguing and, and I could tell like it was the release like they were, they were fighting for no reason, but I know it was the release because now they weren't in a, 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 like a scared place of everything that was going. And I know that they were going at each other because it was like, now they could project it and they weren't in it. And, and I knew, and I told them like, you know what? I'm sorry. Like, it's okay, guys. Like, I know that right now you guys are in this place and it's because of everything that's happened, everything that's gone on mm-hmm. and, and it's all right. You know what I mean? And then looking at that, and 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 seeing that and then having communion and thinking like dang dude we went for how long two years for two years and it just getting progressively worse and progressively worse and progressively Mm -hmm. harder and then thinking man i came back and not that i was the problem but like man i i could have been part of the solution much earlier now I'm not grateful and I've never been, and we've always said this even in our testimony, I'm not grateful for those two years, but man, I am grateful knowing what it needed to be Mm. and what needed to happen. And it wasn't something that I did. It was something that the Lord did and going to Texas and, and going through, through, you know, spiritual warfare (laughs) spiritual warfare i'll just leave it at that spiritual warfare and knowing what that's like and seeing that was worth it so he comes back we're doing good and steve is completely different you're completely different and i wanted to experience it so i was like i want to go like we went through so much. I want to go like, I need to go. I want to come back and be on fire and healed and feel better and live again. I hadn't smiled. I don't think I smiled for two years. Literally people commented yeah, oh, on, yeah, on pictures. Every like, time there was pictures Please smile. I'm like, I have no reason to like, just <sighs> so I wanted to go. And the, the next woman's, um, pursuit mm-hmm. was going to be um, August 31st to September 3rd. So I just got, got back. back. Yeah, because today's the 5th. I just got back. And through friends, all we had friends that went, um, couples. Um, we had four women from Sierra Vista that went to mm-hmm. this pursuit. Mm-hmm. Very very dear friends of mine now, like sisters nope. at this point. Nope. Um, and then 
you managed to convince and and well, we convinced one. <laughs> okay, well, so two so of Steve, them went kicking and screaming. No, I'm just kidding. No, so Steve and I went, and then coming back, um, you know, we had a couple other guys um, that were willing to go, mm-hmm. and then uh, one of our good friends, um, we had to kind of we Steve and I knew you drug him there. He needed to you, go. You lied and you drug him there. No, I'm just kidding. And and he um, and and yeah. everybody came. I mean. It it was phenomenal. So first of all, Bobby went in April and you come back and I'm waiting for the ball to drop. Like, okay, it's the good now. Experience yeah. And like, all right, let's see what happens in two weeks. And it stuck. And I was like, hmm, this is different. And then the guys go, the next group of guys from Sierra Vista go, and they came back and everything, they didn't even look the same. Yeah. And I was like, Oh man, this is even better. And they came back the week before we left. It was yeah. like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So I was ready. I was so excited to go. I wasn't going to let anything stop me. I was just, I was, we're going. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea what to expect. I was excited. The Lord was already working in me through the prep material Mm -hmm. and just, I don't even know everything, just everything that was going on. And I was, I was ready to go. I'm like, I want to go. I want, I need this. I'm going to take full advantage. And we get there 10 hour drive. Yeah. 10 hour drive. Um, so worth it though. And we get there and it was, you can't even put it into words. It was the most incredible four days of my life. Most incredible. Then um, 10 hours to drive back, which was not incredible, but we get home and I'm like, I have the tools. I'm going to be good. It's not going to be perfect. I'm going to mess up. I'm going to be attacked. I'm going to get tired. I'm going to get frustrated. Um, I'm going to feel all the things that I was feeling before, but I'm, I'm prepared to not go down mm-hmm. that slope so fast and then stay down. And God gave me, um, a safe word to use. And I gave you and the boys permission to use toolbox. So if you see me and I'm starting to look a little hopeless or I'm starting to have that frustration or I'm starting to get exhausted or, you know, things are starting to irritate me, like call it out. Hey mom, go get your toolbox, check your toolbox. Like, and you know, even in disagreements in our marriage, we can use that and rely on that. Like, Hey, where's your toolbox? Like, or Hey toolbox, because it's a reset button. Mm-hmm. We will never forget what we went through and experienced at this retreat. Yeah. And we know the work we put in. Oh. And it's unlike any other retreat you've ever been to. Like, we're not talking, this isn't a tea party and, you know, some cute little devotional. This is, yeah, this, this was, this was not a retreat. It was a pursuit yeah. is what it was. Yeah. And I mean, and that's what it is. I feel like all the times that I've gone to these conferences and I've gone to events and I've gone to women's things and it's like, I'm retreating and it's, I'm, 
I'm hiding from God or I'm pulling away from God or I'm putting on a show like, or you're, you're hi, check, I'm here. Yeah, checking a box, right? Yeah. And I think, I think that's like a big thing. It's, it's funny because, you know, Steve and I got back from Pursuit and then um, there was a men's conference that uh, a local church was putting on. It was in our church, but there was a local church that was putting on and, and Steve and, and some other um, guys went and mm-hmm. Steve, you know, already we were talking to other dudes and like trying to work them through things. And, um, you know, Steve's at this event and he's like, dude, he's like, they're telling you all the things that you need to do, but they're not giving you the tools to do them. Oh yeah. It, I'm not going to be able to go to another event. Yeah. And it's, it's yeah. And, that just and, ruined and it. here's the thing. It's like, and, and the big thing that that's, you know, Steve was saying is like, how fine. Okay. I need to, I need to do this or I need to do that. Or you're, you're telling us like all the things that we need to do, but how am I supposed to do it? Mm-hmm. And that's, and that's, what's, kind of lacking and that's what was lacking for us it's like okay we're supposed to do but how and those were the tools that we got and Mm. and and being able to now to implement them and help them and and it's been crazy because you know while you were gone i had an opportunity to do it with you know one of our boys and then and prompted the other one to do and they both you know knew what to do um stop talking about (laughs) things i went with uh when steve and i were at um it was just camp. a really beneficial and we've been able to use it in our day-to-day life. Please sign up for the next pursuit. So the, we'll well, link hold it. on. And, here, and here's the thing that here's the thing that I'm trying to say with this, right? It's and I and I know that people from pursuit would even agree with this. It's like and they even say it like we're not like you don't need to come back to this. Like yeah, we're giving this is you the a one tools. and done. Yeah, this is a one and done thing. Mm-hmm. And and you know, and because one that was even one of the questions that our our buddy was like, dude, I don't have to go to Texas in order to meet with the Lord. And I told him, like, dude, you're absolutely right. You don't have to. But I guarantee you that the work that you would need to that's necessary for you to be healed. Yeah. You won't do here. You can't. Yeah. And you can't. Well, because I I was completely shattered, broken, and I tried everything. I dug deep. I'm home all day, so I did. And there's no way I could have received what I got yeah. unless I would have went to pursuit. And it wasn't pursuit, and it wasn't the staff, and it wasn't their curriculum. It was okay, Deanna. Here's what you need to do. Now go do it. Yeah. And now I can be home and go, I know exactly what I need to do. And so, you know, one of the big things in, in, in you know, you look through scripture and and Jesus goes to, um, you know, the pool of Bethesda and that man, you know, he's waiting in the water by the water and waiting for his time to be able for that water to bubble up so he can get in. But, you know, he's just waiting on the side and Jesus comes up to him and he says, do you want to be made well? Mm Mm-hmm. And, and here's the thing with, with that, and I think we could probably end here, is, you know, I think for the most part, most people would say, of course, I want to be made well. Of course, I want this to happen. Of course, I want that to happen. And it's like, no, you just, you just want the pain to stop. And that's a, the that's a society and the culture that we live in. Mm. We want the pain to stop, but we don't want to do the work in order to get over it. And we've had friends that have been like, man, my marriage is so difficult and this and this and this. It's like, okay. So when we've tried to walk them through things, but they don't want the pain to stop. They Or they just want the pain to stop. They don't want to dig down and, and go to the root problem of what's causing the pain. And it's not... 
your spouse. It's not, you know, all these other external things. It's there, it's a deeper level. And unless you want to be made well, which means mm-hmm. you need to do the work mm-hmm. and you need to surrender to the Lord. It's, you know, in, in James, and James is a perfect example for scripture, you know, resist the devil and he will flee. Mm-hmm. Well, what does that look like? Or it, it, it even says in James, um, confess your sins to one another so that you can pray for each other mm-hmm. and you will be healed. Man, and I know that scripture. I knew that before going, and but I never did the work. And I always thought that that scripture was like, oh, confess our sins. Okay, well, you know what, bud? Like, uh, sorry, man, my bad, and I did this. And that, no, it mm-hmm. says confess your sins to one another so that you can pray for one another and be healed. Mm-hmm. And so do you want to be made well? That's the question you got to ask yourself. And I think that I knew for us in that moment before I left, I knew it was it was time. And like you, I was so like that night that you that you and 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 your friend, I don't want to divulge names, right? Yeah. Your friend that were that were driving to Texas and you're in the hotel and you're sending me a video and you're like, "Man, I'm so excited. I'm so excited to be healed and mm-hmm. and i'll tell you what like the one thing that i've told everybody from from going to this event was it did uh, in four days what a lifetime of therapy could never have accomplished yeah. ever and again it's not like i know that there's going to be naysayers like oh there's every i'm not saying everybody has to go to this uh, i'm not but i am saying this there are other events that are out like that. There are other opportunities. And I know the people from, like I said, the people, this is not a, a, a pursuit endorsement. We just, yeah. we're just pushing what we know has worked in our life. We're excited about what has happened. And here's the thing. Um, do you want to be made well? Yeah. Do you and want to And it's not to just heal? for marriage. I mean, it helped our marriage. Mm-hmm. Bobby went for himself. Yeah. And I went for myself. And it it could be it's it's for you it's your personal experience with the lord healing forgiveness it, it's sign up so um if if you're listening and you want more information on it you can go to walking in truth ministries org I don't know. You have have to look. Sorry. That's how not endorsed it is, you guys. Like, come on. Hold on. Let me. Let me totally blow our. Hey, we're at home. Okay. I'm in my socks. I'm in my jammies. Only this side of my face has makeup. That's why I'm. No, I'm just kidding. I did both. But do you hear your dog? Yeah. Okay. Just making sure. So as she's pulling the website up. All right. www pursuitfortruth.com is the isn't that the website so you could probably find it on pursuit for truth um or walking yeah see okay so there you go pursuitfortruth.com walking in truth ministries.org okay dot org so walking in truth ministries.org um find out when the next event is if that's something that if you're listening to this and you're like, man, I know I've been stuck in my walk. I know that there are things that I um, have been struggling with, whatever it is. And um, I just encourage you guys to to do it because 
um, we were at a place where I didn't know um, if we were going to make it. And now we're at a place that there's no way we're going to let us get back to that point. Mm -hmm. Because not only are you my wife and am I the leader of this family and responsible, but you're also my sister in Christ. Mm -hmm. And my responsibility is to make sure that as we try to grow stronger, we need to grow stronger in the Lord. Mm -hmm. And I need to look out for you as a sister in Christ, because at the end of the day, you're his daughter. Yeah. And the same thing for me, right? Like I'm your brother in Christ. Mm -hmm. And, and I know that now both of us being able to, to help each other out and knowing what to do, it's not going to come from a place because we've been healed. Yeah. We've been healed. So, so go get well. <laughs> so, um, last minute podcast and, uh, and all our business in our house, like <laughs> here it is. This is, yeah. So, thanks. um, I'm, we got some exciting stuff that we're working on and you're uh, just stay tuned because hopefully I'll be able to do the podcast and record it with, uh, Philip Hunter, the promise principle. That's, uh, uh one of the tools, mm -hmm. uh, for your, for your time in discipleship. And with that, we're, um, we're going to do some things. So, uh, the next podcast, I'm already putting it out there. So that way I could be held accountable for the things I'm going to say. So stay tuned for the next podcast that will not be recorded in my living room <laughs> and uh so we, you can just keep up to date with what we're going to do and not so much just what the podcast is going to do but having a community for those um people that want to grow in their walk and needing um a community to help them along that where there's no judgment no stones no stones. So uh, stay tuned, guys, because this is really something that we're really going to be focused on making sure that we're doing. So, guys, we appreciate uh, you sticking by, and, and hopefully you didn't just unsubscribe to the podcast. And uh, Oh, thanks. No, unsubscribe because we haven't okay, put Okay, so I, look, no. Because <laughs> we haven't I put need, an episode out. I need out. 500 subscribers no. to just, just for that. Come on, <laughs> or at least some comments. Like, Wow. No, I'm saying because of Stephen, I haven't put anything out. So anyways, with that, my love. Yes. Will you pray us out? Sure thing. Okay. Father God, I just want to thank you for this um, amazing husband of mine and the opportunity to sit in Steve's seat and um, go through some really difficult stuff. Um Thank you for leading us through that. Thank you for your love through that, through our sin, through our flesh, through our ego, pride, all the garbage that we were um, surrounding you in, honestly. Um, I just thank you for the gift of that pursuit. I thank you for that time alone with you. I thank you for that time alone that you had with my husband and the work that you're doing and continue to do in our lives. Um, I pray for those people um, listening that are struggling. I pray for their marriage, their family situations, financial situations, 
inner peace situation, anything that they may be struggling with, Lord, I just pray that you are with them and you nudge them a little bit in a way of just digging deeper with you, Lord. And because you are the healer, you are the answer. And I'm just very thankful for where we're at right now. And I am excited to see where we are headed. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Hey, guys. Um, I know we say this a lot, but if you need prayer or or something, reach out. Yeah. Reach out to somebody. Um, and if you don't feel like you have a, 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 a safe place, Sorry. email us, ignitedfortitude yeah. at gmail.com. Let us know how we can pray for you. And we will pray for you. You will be prayed for. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Until next time. Good night. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>